Hello and welcome to the B Squared Motivational Podcast. My name is Brad Barnett. I am the founder of B Squared Motivation. And this is the first episode of the podcast that we're going to be doing, hopefully on a weekly basis. Uh, each time we're going to talk something about, a little bit different that uh, maybe helps provide some motivation or inspiration down the line for each of you. So, uh, you know, it is my sincere hope that somebody might be able to get something uh, out of any of these, either motivational, inspirational, or just frankly put a smile on your face if I can. So uh, that's the goal of this podcast, and hopefully, you know, like I said, we can get something uh, meaningful out of this for, for someone somewhere down the line. So let's just jump right into what we're going to talk about in this episode, which is resilience. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people, when they hear that word, the first thing they think of is just being able to overcome some of the, the most difficult things in their lives. And that's absolutely 100% true and and something that uh, a lot of people put their uh, energy into overcoming these massive things. But what people don't realize is that even the smallest things you know, take some resilience to get through. You know, if you're having a bad day or if you're having uh, something didn't go your way at work or you were overlooked for a promotion or you know, it's not the end of the world that something didn't happen, but, you know, it's it's something that takes a little bit of, of effort to get over. That takes resilience, and that's something that can't go uh, overlooked by anyone. So I want to dive in a little bit more about that and, and provide a little bit of a, a backstory of, as to why this is so important to me. And uh, what I think you'll find is throughout all of these podcasts, there's going to be somewhat of a connection to a story uh, or an experience that I had that I can speak to, most of it's going to be professional. Um, you know, there's some stuff that's in my personal life that if we decide to go that route, I can uh, talk a little bit about as well. But I want to keep it uh, mostly professional because I feel like that this particular endeavor that I'm on with B-squared motivation is is geared more towards helping those uh, in their professional lives and in their careers. So uh, not saying we won't touch on the personal stuff, but let's just uh, we'll stick to the careers today, especially for the resilience. So, uh, you know, coming out of college um, wasn't the greatest student in the world. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, but I still thought that with a college degree that I would be able to have uh, things would come naturally in the correct order they were supposed to. You get a job, you know, you get promoted, you get more responsibilities, and then what ends up happening is you you get to a certain level where you're making a lot of money, um, you've got a, a ton of responsibility, and it is your job to, you know, basically run the company. And, like, that's the way that I thought things were going to work out. Um, well, I graduated right after 9-11, um, that following May of 2002, uh, got a job in-home uh, in home sales, selling water filtration systems, uh, not essentially door to door. There were appointments will be made, but it was under the disguise of of you know, free airline tickets that we'd come in and spend four hours in their homes. Uh, so you know, even coming out the gate, there was some resilience that I had to overcome uh, in that side. But what I want to speak to more so was as my career progressed, and I felt like I was stalled. Uh, you know, I I kept chasing. Uh, better paying jobs that I that I could. I thought that's the way you had to go until I could find that thing that I really loved and I really wanted to do. But if you fast forward to, uh, I finally was working at a, a large financial institution, a bank, if you will, that is located in America. Um, 
one might be able to put two and two together on that. Um, but I had an opportunity when I was doing that job to move on to another job in commercial real estate. Now, this was right before the recession happened. So there was a, a ton of uncertainty. But what I knew was it was a small company. Um, the owner and the president really liked me, wanted to bring me on. I had all these uh, promises of where I would be in, in five, ten years within the company. So I left uh, I left the bank to go do this. Um, you know, about six months into this endeavor, if it was even that, I was laid off for the first time. Um, and and that was a bit of a shock to me. That was the first time I'd ever been uh, removed from a job without my doing. That was not something that I anticipated doing. So I was uh, laid off, um, and luckily I was able to gain employment again just two short weeks after that, this time with a residential uh, high-end builder, um, which was, you know, a blessing because it was one of those things I had. A, I had a young daughter and a wife at home that was um, that was working as well, and I had another daughter who was getting ready to be born. So to be able to be gainfully employed again was huge. Um, so fast forward another six weeks or so, and uh, my youngest daughter is born, and uh, I'm at the hospital, you know, on my leave. I wasn't going to take a lot of time off. I just was there for the birth and there to take them home. Uh, the following day, I get home that night and I get a phone call, and it's uh, the president of the company saying, don't even bother coming in tomorrow. And this was, you know, three or four days after my youngest daughter was born. So now I have this feeling of failure uh, inside of me that um, I had never felt before. And I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but I knew that if I sat there long enough that the whole thing was just going to turn into one great big depressive state and I couldn't let that happen, right? So, so you know, my wife and I, we, we talk a little bit and, you know, we decide that uh, she can go. She's got a, a good job going. She can go get another job. Um, I can collect the unemployment and finish my master's degree, which I was um, about midway through on that. And I would, you know, and I'd raise the girls for the time being until the economy turned around and I could get a job. Now, the problem I was running into was I had a finance background. Then I was going up against former vice presidents of large financial institutions for operations analyst jobs. And I wasn't getting phone calls. I wasn't getting anything. In fact, I got a ton of what I call you suck letters, which is uh, is basically saying thanks, but no thanks. Um, you're qualified, but we don't want you kind of deals. A um, lot of those emails, a lot of those phone calls, a lot of those actual physical letters at the time. So, you know, working on my master's degree, raising the children as best I could, um, I had an opportunity to start a business with a friend of mine, um, a former collegiate teammate of mine. And uh, might get into the story one day, but uh, essentially what it boiled down to was uh, it wasn't making any money. And his advisors, which were his his uh, parents, decided that the best way to, to cut bait on this was to let me go. Um, 
And unfortunately, I didn't have anything in writing in terms of percentages. And again, we'll get into this in another podcast down the road. Uh, but uh, essentially, uh, you know, I was laid off for the third time in, um, in what was felt like about five months, maybe. Um, and it would be, you know, 18 months from the initial layoff from the commercial real estate side before I would even get another job where I was gainfully employed. So there's 18 months there where, you know, I, I could have been very much just down on myself, very much in a depressive state, uh, very much just not wanting to do anything with my life. Um, and it was tough. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It was it was very, very hard because you don't realize how worthless you feel until you can't provide for your family, um, speaking for me personally. And I couldn't do that. I hated being on unemployment. Um, I hated not being able to get any job. I mean, even a part-time job, I couldn't get anything. I wasn't being called back or hired or, or um, interviewed for anything at all. Uh, and I remember after after the partnership um, failed miserably, I went and uh, I sat in what was my daughter's room slash my office at the time, and I was working on my master's degree. And uh, the dissertation, actually, was the final piece of it. And I started crying because I felt absolutely worthless that there was nothing that I could do at this moment in time to be able to to provide for my family. And that is a terrible, terrible way to feel. As I was sitting there um, with tears falling down my face, I vividly remember grabbing a pen and uh, and I had a legal pad there and I grabbed a pen and and I started jotting down things I wanted to do, things that I think would be would be fun to do, things I enjoyed. Um, and I started figuring out, trying to get a, a, a way to to figure out how to get to that. And um, they weren't pipe dreams, but they I mean they were things I knew I'd never do. I was never going to be general manager of a soccer club. I, I was never going to be uh, president of you know the Carolina Panthers or anything like that. But what I started noticing when I was jotting things down was I started noticing patterns of of what I was looking for. <clears throat> and in these patterns, I started noticing certain skill sets. And about 30 minutes into this, this exercise, as I'm writing these things down and noticing these skill sets, I start jotting down other ways to get to it. So... Uh, you know, I'm very big. I'm an analytical kind of person. Um, uh, I love numbers. They don't lie. And I love the analytical side of things. So I started writing down how I could become better at that. So, you know, was it taking courses? Was it reading books? Was it uh, watching YouTube videos? Was it learning something new? And what I found was as I jotted these, these what I basically ended up being categories of things I enjoyed and things I could improve, I started doing these things and checking them off the list and you know it would be read a book on sales management read a book on um you know sales data and analytics read a book on on corporate finance read a book on accounting um watch uh, videos on um uh certain uh legal uh, aspects of of business and corporate law and everything else cuz what I was envisioning and what I was 
hopeful for was that I would be able to go and rejoin the workforce with more skills than I left with. So over this time that I was sitting at home, um, I wanted to be useful and to make myself more marketable when the economy turned. Because it was just a matter of time before the economy turned. We all knew that. But I had to come back out of the downturn uh, in a in a place that would make me more uh, Im- more hireable, but also just a better overall uh, employee at whatever it is I was going to do. Entrepreneurship is not really my thing. Um, never has been. I'm you know I wasn't one that could just go start a business and be cool with it. I don't mind working for someone else uh, when it comes to to doing other things. So I just needed to be the best employee I could be, right? So over this time of this 18 months, uh, it was probably six months total that I started doing this. But after I started doing this and over the 18 months of not being employed, when I finally got another job, it was at a sales center working 2 to 11 p.m. um, selling a, a popular... Uh, uh, television, call it a cable company, that's not what it was, it was a satellite TV provider. Um, and those of you in Charlotte probably know what I'm talking about. But it, when I started doing that, I realized that I, even though I had done sales, I wasn't good at it. So during the training session, <laughs> I started going with, you know, uh, an open mind and open ears and taking all these notes and studying people's sales techniques and techniques and how they were able to, to get people to buy this stuff. And what I learned during this time was I never wanted to experience what I had gone through previously again. Um, so from the, the day I was laid off the first time to you know me having to sell the satellite TV provider, uh, to make ends meet for my family, and I didn't make a lot of money, y'all. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I came out and made half a million dollars selling. I, I made enough to survive, um, but that's all I needed at the time. But during that that time frame, what I learned was that the human spirit is resilient, man. I mean, the human spirit can overcome some of the just worst things that you can imagine, and, and what I went through wasn't even that bad. In comparison to other people, uh, but it was it was a real issue for me at the time. You know, I, I I hear people with the you know these are first world problem kind of ordeal, and I get that. But you know, for for me, this is the world I live in. This was a real problem for me, and it's not as bad as some people in the world. I totally get that, but this was a real problem, and I had to be resilient. And the fact that I never wanted to get back to that spot again made my work ethic that much stronger. I mean, I came out of this endeavor, this 18 months of uh, not having any real gainful employment with the mentality of, you know, I'm not the smartest kid in the world. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be this, this big-time CEO of, of a bank or something, but you know what I am going to be? I am going to be the best at whatever it is that I'm doing at that time. It doesn't matter if I'm selling satellite TV, if I'm selling in-home water filtration system, if I'm selling, you know, ice to Eskimos. It doesn't matter because what I'm going to do at that point in time is show you 
that I'm the best at that particular position at that moment in time. And that's my mentality. And that's because of the resilience that I had to endure during that time. See, you can't go through life expecting only great things to happen to you. Because inevitably, something terrible is going to happen. It just is. But it's not about what happens to you. It's about how you react to it. How do you get up off the ground? How do you bounce back from being laid off three times in 18 months? How do you bounce back from being depressed that you can't support your family? How do you bounce back from being the worst salesperson? How do you bounce back from being fired? How do you bounce back from losing a company? That's what defines you. Those moments of how you react to adversity, how resilient you are in the face of trouble and despair and depression devastation, how you react will define who you are. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, that you know, you don't need an education. That's not who I am. I've, I've got a bachelor's degree. I've got a master's degree. I've got a lot of classes that under my belt that I've taken. But that's, I mean, that's just for me. That's just something I wanted to do. I know a lot of successful people who don't have any education. I know a lot of successful people who have a lot of education. I don't think that that matters. I think that's a personal choice. I think what matters the most in anything you do is how you react. How you look adversity in the eyes and overcome it. How you pick yourself up off the ground and move on. That's what defines you. Nothing else. So, I challenge you all. I challenge each and every one of you to take whatever is going on in your life that is negative, whatever is throwing adversity your way, whatever, whatever you're going through, that is kicking the shit out of you and putting you on the ground. That you show it. That you're not scared of it. I want you to get up from that. I want you to get up from that instance with your head held high and say, this will not defeat me. Show your resilience. You've got this. I have absolute faith in you. Go out there. Kick the world's ass. You get knocked down, dust yourself up, get back at it. Because there's big things in store for you. You woke up today. You wake up. Something's big's got to happen for you. You can do it. Show your resilience. I appreciate you all just taking a chance and listening to me. I hope that you got something out of this. Um, I hope that the next time adversity is looking you in the face, that you can sit back and you can smile in the face of adversity and know that you've got this and move forward. You can do it. I have a complete faith in you. and I hope, I really hope, that you guys can get up and just move on.
that's the beauty of it. Love to hear from you guys. You can hit the the the, uh, the Twitter page up if you want um, at B the number two motivation. Same thing on Facebook uh, at B the number two motivation. Uh, the website's B squared motivation squared is spelled out. Um, also sign up for the newsletter if you'd like. We're going to start doing those on a weekly basis here in the near future as well. Hope you all enjoyed this one. It was a lot of fun for me. Just keep your heads high, be resilient, and keep moving forward. I love you guys.